Welcome to the podcast from Church of the Nazarene. Please subscribe to this podcast for the latest updates and new episodes. And you can also search for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. We also invite you to join us each Sunday morning at 9 on our YouTube channel or Facebook Live. You can also join us in person at 9 or 1030 for our English services or 1145 for our Spanish service. We also invite you to join Celebrate Recovery every Monday night at 630. Thanks for listening. Church friends and family, uh, I'm here in my office at the church building here in Harrisonburg. And um, before I head home for the Christmas holidays, I just want to invite you um, today and in the days ahead to lean in to community. Uh, We certainly do need each other and we are better together. So sign up for a life group if you're not already part of one. If you are, um, wonderful. You'll you'll be uh, re-entering back into the same group next semester. Um, If you're not in one, talk to someone who is. Um, Ask them what they like about it. Ask them how it's um, encouraged them and and brought them through uh, different seasons of life. But uh, we will officially uh, relaunch our life groups a new semester on February 5th. That's February 5th, 2023. But don't wait. Don't wait to the last minute. Sign up. Jump on groups. Jump on Church Center and uh, sign up to be a part of a life group today. Merry Christmas, church family. It is so good to be with you on Christmas. And and no matter where you're watching from, who you're watching with today, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. What a joy it is to celebrate with you today. Take a minute, uh, wherever you are, to let us know that you're watching. We're celebrating Christmas today in our homes. I'm I'm here in my home and and wherever you are. If if you're at home, you're visiting family, relatives, uh, you're gathering with friends, wherever you are, take a minute, let us know that you're watching. Let us know who's watching with you because that's a a treasure to just see you and, and, and all those that are watching. Take a minute to let us know that you're watching today. That's a gift. But also take a minute right now and share this with someone. That can be as easy as as you're watching it and, and just sending a link to those on social media or those that you know, maybe a friend that, that you're thinking of right now that you'd love to, to watch. You may not be watching this live. You may be watching it later in the day or the next day, sometime during your holiday season, but take a minute to share this with others. It could be sharing it online or literally like somebody's there physically in your home with you and say, hey, come here, come sit and watch this. So I'll give you a minute to do that right now. Um, take this moment now to share and invite somebody to join us. Seriously, I'll, I'll wait, me and my Santa mug. Did you do it? Did you share it? Did you invite somebody else to watch with you? Man, that's great because I don't want it to just be us. Um, I love us. I love our family, but I want to invite others uh, to celebrate this gift that we've received this Christmas. Well, hey, we're in for a treat this morning as several from our church family will help us gather and celebrate. But if you were with me at my house on Christmas like this, um, there's something that we do that's that's sacred to us and, and many others, I know. But uh, if you were gathered around our tree uh, with your Santa mug on Christmas, uh, we would read uh, from Luke chapter 2. And, and my kids uh, love reading this together, but admittedly, they get a little bit squirmy because uh, even before we... Uh, open the gifts, Uh, we would sit together. So here's the scene in our house, the cinnamon rolls, wafting, the smell, amazing, a warm cup of of cider or coffee. And uh, 
me and Lauren a little bit sleepy-eyed, you know, but there's joy on Christmas Day and we would gather and read these words. And so I want to read them with you, church family, as we celebrate this, the birth of our Savior. Uh, These are the words in Luke chapter 2. Let's imagine sitting around the tree together sharing these words this morning. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their town to register. Now Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and expecting a child. While they were there, The time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified, but the angel said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people (laughs) today, today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah. (laughs) He's the Lord today. This will be a sign to you. You'll find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger and suddenly A great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heavens and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. Uh, Peace today. Peace today. Because our Savior has come. Uh, We're going to celebrate today. We're going to hear some stories uh, from some of our church family. We're going to sing a little bit uh, because singing is just a great part of of Christmas. And uh, I want to share a few more thoughts and some inspiration for you on your Christmas day, but thanks for tuning in. Let's continue uh, this morning as we gather in worship.
ongoing church uh, sermon series. He asked us to share a memorable gift from Christmas past and uh, mine is a trip that my mother had put together for our family. Um, that was a surprise Christmas gift where she was even able to clear it with her employers without her knowledge and uh, of course my siblings and everyone are all adults at the time but what really made it memorable was it was kind of the last trip we had with my grandparents before uh, their health really started to decline. And how has the gift of new life in Christ changed me? Um, I, I grew up in the church, so there wasn't really one point in time where everything changed, but it has encouraged me in past decisions, things like raising our kids in the church, and it continues to change me still by encouraging me to build God's kingdom on earth until we wait for Christ's return. This includes things like showing patience and showing grace and mercy to others. Um, because let's face it, some days that's really easy to do and some days it takes more effort. So realizing the, the new life in Christ that's been given to me helps me to uh, be able to pass that on to others uh, each and every day throughout the year. 
Hello, we are Beau, Brianna, and Corbin Cassida. Um, Corbin is too young and has not yet experienced a Christmas or gotten any Christmas gifts yet. So, oh, I know it's sad. So, um, I wanted to tell you a little bit about one of mine. So, back when I was younger, I told my parents just a couple of days before Christmas even came that I would love to have a canoe. <laughs> and lo and behold, on Christmas morning, I walk out on the front porch and there is a red canoe sitting there. And we were all so excited. Um, Pawn analyzing it, found Didn't a few. Did it have some dinks on it? Yeah, there were some scratches <laughs> and dings on it. And I believe it was accidentally drugged behind Santa's sleigh. Um, but it was a great gift that we enjoyed for years. Yeah. And I guess, too, when thinking about the, the gift that Jesus is at Christmas time, for me specifically, um, I think that gift became real to me in about seventh grade. I, well, not about seventh grade, it was seventh grade. I remember it very clearly. And I was just very convicted about who I was, um, the way I was living, the way I was, the, the person I was being around my friends versus the person I was being at church and with my family. And I just remember, and I trust that that was the Holy Spirit really convicting me and saying, you can't be both. Uh, you can't sit on the fence with me. Like this amazing gift that I've given you, this amazing uh, gift of salvation of Jesus coming at Christmas, but then eventually dying on the cross as well. Like you can't be lukewarm to that and you can't sit on the fence to that. Like you have to choose either you serve me or either you don't or either you live for me fully uh, or you don't. And so I just remember at that point, a very specific moment, just being very, very convicted uh, about that. And then choosing in seventh grade. Now, it's been a long process since then of ups and downs and and, and moving towards sanctification Um but at the same time, I remember at that moment that that gift was real and that I knew that I needed to to be real about that gift. And it's changed my life forever. And it gives us hope um, when things aren't good, which they aren't good all the time. Um, but it gives us hope. And, and that's one of the beauties of this season. And, and I guess really how it's changed our lives. Yeah. Yep. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey, good morning, church family. Uh, thanks for joining us on this Christmas Day as we celebrate the birth of our Savior. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to Church of the Nazarene. I'm Pastor Billy, and I'm here with my oldest. What's your name? Okay. Oh. My name is Ella, and I am six years old. We just want to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And uh, and, and just celebrate this wonderful day with you. Um, so, so on that, we've been talking over the last few weeks about... The gifts of Christmas, the gifts available to us uh, because of Jesus. And today we celebrate the gift of life. But first, I want to talk a little bit about um, my one of my favorite gifts as a child, a memorable one. And then at the end, Ella has something she's going to read for us. Um, but it was it was in the 90s. I was born in 1990. And that's when the movie Toy Story came out. And so one of my most memorable gifts was my Buzz Lightyear action figure. It was a Buzz Lightyear, and it was like a special edition. It was all chrome and shiny. And that Christmas morning, I opened everything, and I remember my mom asking me like, if I was excited about what I got. And I was like, yeah, I'm excited. I didn't get the one thing that I had, had asked for, but that's okay. And um, she said, well, maybe check your stocking. And in there was a note, and I, I ran to another room, and there was a box wrapped up, and I opened it, and it was Buzz Lightyear. And I was so excited, and that's just stuck with me. I was probably like six years old, um, probably Ella's age, when I received uh, that gift. But today we celebrate the gift of life available through Jesus. And that gift really means everything 
um, to me personally, because I, I don't even want to imagine where I'd be or who I'd be without the gift, the free gift of eternal life that Jesus offers to all those who will put their faith in him. That is the gift of Christmas. It, the gift of life is the gift of freedom, freedom um, from what held us bound and captive, uh, freedom from the power of the enemy in our lives, uh, free to live a life that is holy and pleasing to God. Um, and so that's what life means to me. I, I don't know uh, uh, where I'd be um, if I would have the precious gift of my three children and my wife if it weren't for the gift of life in Jesus Christ. And so uh, the gift of life means everything um, to me today and our family. And so Elle is going to read a poem now called The Greatest uh, the greatest gift of all. Dad. All right, read it loud. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about is this loud enough? The greatest gift given long ago wasn't wrapped in paper or tied with a bow. God's only Son from heaven above given to us straight from His love. Please we forgot. Please hold on tight to the great truth brought on that night. His gift of love for all to receive the gift of salvation to those who believe. Amen. 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 Merry Christmas, church family. I'm Nancy Dove, and I've been a member of the church over 20 years. I guess the most important gift that I received was um, there was five of children. My mother never worked. And... Uh, we never had gifts like they have today. Um, we used to receive, each each one of the five had their little box, they'd say set their cap, and when we woke up on Christmas morning, there was an orange, mm. some nuts, and some candy, and normally a piece of clothing pair of shoes, something we wanted or needed, or, but we always had a small gift. But the most important thing that my mom and dad gave me was the love. They had plenty of love for each and every one of us. And uh, as I look back at how they worked so hard to raise us five, it's just amazing how I can remember that the most important thing that they gave me was love. When I think of Christmas, even though I cook and make a lot of food, that's not Christmas. When I think of Christmas, it's the birth of Jesus and how he died, how he was born in a manger and how he died for my sins. I don't know how I could have faced some of the challenging things in my life that I have faced without him. And I feel he is with me every minute of my day. And I just love that him. Oh Lord, I need thee every hour. 
Well, I guess uh, I was 32 when I realized that I was a church member. I went to church on Sunday. I took my kids to church for Sunday. And um, we was involved in the church. Uh, but there's a difference in just attending church and being involved in the church as to what it was after age 32. I felt I didn't have a relationship with the Lord at that time. I didn't feel the Holy Spirit in my body. Today, I thank the good Lord for directing me, guiding me, and, direct, and just showing me that I always have His love and I can always go to Him. I love hearing about gifts, gifts at Christmas. I love, I love sharing gifts with my family uh, around the tree at Christmas. But I also love this Christmas season, we've been reflecting on the gifts of, of Jesus, not the gifts that we will wrap and unwrap and take from under the tree. I love that. Not the gifts Amazon brings to our door. Man, that saved me some time uh, this holiday season. But the gifts offered to us through Jesus, free gifts, in fact, gifts that we couldn't pay for, <laughs> they're priceless but the gifts available to us. This weekend specifically, we're talking about the gift of life. The gift of life, that's what Christmas is all about. The life, the birth of Jesus, but also the life that that brings to us. As I was thinking about that, the gift of life, I was reflecting on Stephanie's story. Uh, Stephanie was 20 years old. She was 20 years old and her heart was failing. Uh, the doctors had tried many different things uh, to, to try to help her, to try to get her heart strengthened, but her heart was failing at an alarmingly quick rate. At such a rate, the doctors didn't know what else to do. Stephanie needed a new heart. And really, as the doctors recall, they didn't have a plan B. They didn't have a plan B that she was failing so quickly that if they couldn't get her a new heart, there was really no hope for her. And so Christmas 2016, Christmas season is a, is a happy season for many. It can be a heavy season for some, but for Stephanie and her family, it's a seemingly hopeless season as she was sick, so sick she couldn't get out of the hospital bed there that Christmas season. They were desperate. They were desperate for a new heart for her. They had no plan B. They needed a miracle. And that miracle came Christmas morning. 2016. About 1.30 in the morning, they were awakened uh, to startling news, a miracle that a new heart was available. Um, Stephanie's mom, uh, Stephanie's mom, Christina, recalls the, the flood of emotions that she felt on that Christmas morning. She was overwhelmed with gratitude, with joy at the thought of her daughter receiving a new heart, but she also was grieved because she she recognized that this gift also represented 
grief for another family. In order for her daughter to have that heart, somebody else had to pass away. Her joy represented someone else's loss. And sure enough, on that Christmas morning, on that Christmas morning, Stephanie received her new heart and uh, the, the miracle of new life became her reality. And she, to this day, to this day, is, is healthy and strong. And that new heart has really brought her new life. I think about Stephanie's story and it inspires me. Maybe it's an emotional story, but, but beyond that, the reason it inspires me is because her story is really your story and my story at Christmas. See, the truth is, the truth is that you and I, you and I were dying. I mean, come on, the truth is, this is not encouraging on Christmas, I know, but the truth is we're all, we're all dying physically, right? We're getting older. I joke, I'm the oldest I've ever been. Um, we, we see some of you today, you're, you're grieving the loss, the physical loss of somebody in your life that's not gathering with you to celebrate. We acknowledge that, that our, our physical lives are fleeting. We get old and, and we will one day depart from this earth, our, our bodies will break down. Um, death, aging is undefeated, <laughs> as far as I can tell. But, but the truth is, spiritually, not just physically, but spiritually, we are dying on our own. Our, our, the sin in our hearts, the selfishness, that, that if it's just up to us, if we're all on our own, we are hopeless on our own. Like Stephanie, there's no plan B. <laughs> there's, there's no hope except for Christmas. Because you see, Christmas brings new life. We were, we were dead and hopeless and in our sin, the darkness, we, we, we had no hope, but the reality of Christmas is the reality of new life. That baby born in a manger, God sending his son to the earth, to bring not just the life of, of Jesus onto this earth, but new life available to you and I. That if we would turn from our sin and turn to, to him to receive his new life, like Stephanie, right? Receiving that gift of new life that changed her forever. Yeah, and our gift of new life costs something, doesn't it? It costs it cost Jesus his life. It cost God, his son, sending his son to the earth to, to suffer and die for us. That gift, that miracle cost a great price, but it's freely given today for you and for me. You know, that baby born in a manger, he grew up, didn't he? And we get, we get to read in the scriptures, not just about the birth of Jesus, but about the life of Jesus. And in John's gospel, John 10, 10, you, you, you can remember that, right? 10, 10. Maybe that's a, a scripture that you'll keep in front of your, your mind this Christmas season. John 10, 10, John 10, 10. Maybe that could be a new scripture, a new truth for you as you venture into the new year, John 10, 10. But what does John 10, 10 say? Jesus, that baby born in a manger who, who grew up, he, he said this, I have come that they may have life and life to the full. Who is the they he's talking about there? Well, he's talking about you, 
me, all those who would believe, not just those that were physically present with him as he lived, but all those that would believe. That, that's us. So Jesus, born in that manger, grows up and declares, the reason I'm here, I have come to this earth to give you life. Life to the full. I guess the question for, for us today is, are you are you living that life? Are you receiving? Have you received the miracle of new life? Life that's not dictated by our circumstances. Life that's not dictated by our bank account. The uncertainty of the future. An uncertain medical diagnosis. <laughs> but real life. And to be clear, Jesus was was speaking about eternal life, absolutely, a life one day in eternity. But Jesus was very much speaking about the life we live now, that the gift, God's gift of life, is not just a promise for one day. It's a promise for today. Today, you can have life. You can have a life that, that, that is changed and transformed and has a hope and a future and a purpose. That's the gift available to you this Christmas. The question is, will you receive it? You can't earn that gift. You certainly, you, you can't give anything in exchange. Well, he got me a gift. I've got to get him. It's not that kind of a thing. But you do have to receive it. So today I want to give you the opportunity. I want to give you the opportunity. You may know about this gift. You may say, oh, it's Christmas. I know the story. But maybe if you look around in your life right now, it doesn't feel like real life. It doesn't feel like the kind of life that Jesus came to give. It feels like just survival. It feels hopeless. Maybe you don't know about eternal life. Maybe you've never trusted in him to be your savior, to bring the hope of life now, but also the promise of eternal life. One day, well, today, what, what better day could there be than right now? And so here's what I'm going to, I'm going to pray. And right where you are, wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, whoever you're watching with, stop right now. Everybody, stop and pray this with me. Maybe, maybe you're praying this and, and you're just declaring, yes, this is true in my life and I'm celebrating this today. Christmas is the greatest celebration because I've received that life and I'm thanking the Lord for that. Or maybe you would have the courage to pray this with me and today is the day where you can say, I've got new life, maybe even for the first time. But right where you are, would you, would you pray this with me? Um, Father, thank you for the gift of life that I deserved death because of, of sin, because of my brokenness, because of my selfishness, the mess that I created of my life. But instead, you gave Jesus so that I could know life. So today I, I choose to receive that gift. I, I could never be worthy of that kind of a gift. But you love me. And so today I say yes to you. I, 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 I say yes to you being, being my savior, saving me from sin, giving me life. And thank you, God, that, that it's not just life one day. It's not just life that, that when this life is over, but, but you came to give us life now, today, 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Today, we say yes and receive that gift of life. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. I, I promise you today, some of you receiving some really good gifts, there is not a better gift. There is no better gift to receive than that gift, the gift of life. Would you help me today? If, if you prayed that prayer with me, whether you're watching live, whether you're watching this later, would you just have the courage to, in, in the chat, just say yes, yes. And, and that's kind of like, yes, you know, uh, but, but yes, like that I have received that gift of life. I prayed that prayer and I believe today, it is my reality. If you prayed that prayer with me today, would you just have the courage in the chat? Let us know. Say, yes, we want uh, to celebrate. We want to pray for you and uh, just acknowledge and praise the Lord for his incredible gift, a gift of new life. Hey, some final reminders, uh, that just some encouragement for you um, as you go throughout this Christmas season. Um, first, I, we would love to connect with you, our church family. And so if, if you haven't been able to connect with us, we would love to connect with you. Um, this coming Sunday, New Year's Day, we're starting the new year at 1030. You can join us in person. We would love to see you there. Or you can join us like this online. We would love to connect with you in worship as we start this new year. Uh, and I just want to challenge you, church family, in the year 2023, we're talking about the three things, the three things for us as a church family in 2023. And they're this. One, we're going to be passionate um, about, about worshiping together, connecting together in community and worship uh, two, we're going to be passionate about connecting in groups. We believe groups matter. And if you're not in a group yet in 2023, that's, that's, part, that's the three things. Worshiping together, connecting in a group. We believe every single person in our church family needs to be part of a group. But finally, number three is serving. We believe serving matters, being a part of the mission to which God has called us. We can't do it without you. We don't want to do it without you. And so uh, as you look forward to this new year, I, I want to tell you we're, we're going to be passionate about those three things. Um, this morning, if you'd like to, to give financially to help support the ministry, um, we promise that that is not about us. It is about the mission God has called us to, to be transformed uh, by God, to bring hope to others. And so uh, you can give online. Um, you, there's a number of different ways that, that you can give in person at the church, but also giving online. And when you do that, you're a part of supporting the mission uh, to which God has called us to. Uh, Merry Christmas. One more sip from my mug, but before you go, I want you to receive um, these words, this blessing um, that, that I've, I, I've written kind of in response. We've been in a season where we've been talking about the gifts available to us, and this isn't all of the gifts, but this is uh, specifically the gifts that we've been talking about this Advent season. If, if you missed, you can go back and listen online or watch our messages as we talked about the gifts. These have been really uh, life-changing for me, but but... As we depart today, and as you depart to celebrate um, this Christmas season, I want you to receive this prayer, this benediction as your blessing. So wherever you are, um, pause for just one more minute to receive these words. I pray these words over you and over your family, over your Christmas season, and yes, as we enter into this new year in just a few short days. Receive these words as your blessing. May the gift of God's presence be your reality today, knowing that in every circumstance you are facing, he is close, he is near.
May the gift of God's mercy be a constant reminder of the redemption that is possible both in our lives but also in the lives of those around us. We have received mercy and so we freely give mercy away to others. May the gift of God's joy take root in your hearts as you draw near to him and as you trust him. Joy that overflows, overwhelms the sorrow and disappointment of the past in uncertainty of the future, joy overflowing. May the gift of God's peace be evident in your heart moment by moment. Not not a peace that comes and goes, but a peace that endures through it all, a peace that passes our understanding. Finally, may the gift of God's life, life today and life for eternity bring hope that is the anchor for the soul. His promises are true and his life is our gift to receive. Church family, know this today. You are loved. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for listening today. Go ahead and subscribe to our channel for updates and new episodes. And if you have any questions about our church or ministries, go ahead and email us at info at cotnaz.org.